This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, May 17th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Biden awaits GOP counterproposal on infrastructure. And farm groups press USTR to appoint chief ag negotiator. Biden awaits GOP counterproposal. Senate Republicans are expected to have a counterproposal on infrastructure spending by tomorrow that should have more details and could be larger than their initial $600 billion offer. It is not all clear whether Republicans can ever get to a deal with President Biden on how to pay for an infrastructure, much less what it should, what should be in it. At a news conference on Friday, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki suggested as a possible compromise Biden's proposal to target corporations and high-income individuals for tax enforcement. The White House claims that could raise $700 billion over 10 years. Biden is open to a range of ideas, including ones he didn't propose, she said. Now take note. Lawmakers will debate possible infrastructure funding sources at a pair of hearings this week, one in the Senate Finance Committee on Tuesday and another in the House Ways and Means Committee on Wednesday. We expect discussion during both hearings on Biden's proposal to end stepped-up basis and tax capital gains at death. Now for more on this week's D.C. agenda, read our Washington Week Ahead. Farm groups press USTR to appoint chief ag negotiator. One key political office still empty at the office of the U.S. Trade Representative is that of the chief agriculture negotiator, a deputy USTR-level position. And ag groups are letting the Biden administration know they want it filled. Key to the economic viability of our working farmers and ranchers is a fair income and key to their income is a need to export approximately 20% of overall U.S. agriculture production, ag groups said in the letter sent to USTR Catherine Tai on Friday. Because of the pressing importance of improved and expanded market access for U.S. food and agriculture, we request that you move swiftly to nominate an individual to serve as the chief agriculture negotiator at the office of the U.S. Trade Representative. The 62 groups who signed the letter represent a broad cross-section of the food and ag sector, including the American Farm Bureau Federation, National Milk Producers Federation, National Cotton Council, Corn Refiners Association, Sweetener Users Association, American Feed Industry Association, U.S. Wheat Associates, National Chicken Council, and many others. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. U.S. Dairy presses USTR for action against Canada. 
Catherine Tai begins two days of USMCA meetings today with her Canadian and Mexican counterparts. And the U.S. dairy sector is pressing hard for the Biden administration to use the opportunity to confront China over claims that the country is misusing the dairy quotas it agreed to under the trade pact. U.S. Dairy Export Council, National Milk Producers Federation, and dozens of other dairy groups and companies from across the country sent a letter to Ty on Friday asking her to make the quota dispute a priority during the first annual USMCA meeting. Unless Canada agrees during the USMCA Free Trade Commission to reform its dairy TRQ measures to resolve the flaws identified by the United States, we ask the office of the U.S. Trade Representative to take additional enforcement action under USMCA to bring Canada into full compliance with its USMCA commitments, U.S. Dairy Representatives said in the letter. We ask that USTR request the establishment of a dispute settlement panel in the event there is not an immediate positive resolution reached in the consultations with Canada, particularly in light of the new dairy TRQ beginning July 1. Syngenta and Valagro won't pursue a deal with Italian biostimulant maker. Syngenta and Valagro have decided not to pursue a transaction with biostimulant maker Sicket Group. The companies announced on Friday. Syngenta and biologicals maker Valagro said they continue to be impressed with the Sicket Group team, business, and products, but that unspecified circumstances have made it difficult to develop a reasonable path forward for transaction. Syngenta acquired Valagro last year. Memphis bridge closure underscores needed infrastructure investment. An agriculture transportation leader says a crack in the bridge over the Mississippi River proves a key investments in infrastructure are critical for the supply chain. We had a very crystal clear, relatable example of when you don't make these needed investments in our infrastructure, some really painful things can happen. That Mike Steenhoek, executive director of the Soy Transportation Coalition, speaking to AgriPulse. All barge traffic on the river was halted after a crack on the bridge leading into Memphis, Tennessee from Arkansas was discovered last Tuesday. The U.S. Coast Guard announced Friday that barge traffic could resume reopening a major artery for U.S. corn and soybeans that are exported through the Gulf of Mexico. Here's today's She Said It. The President's pledge and his commitment, his line of the sand, this red line, whatever you want to call it, is that he will not raise taxes for people making less than $400,000 a year. User fees that have been proposed out there would violate that. That White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki ruling out a compromise with Republicans on the use of gas taxes or other user fees to pay for infrastructure spending. Republicans, on the other hand, oppose rolling back any of the corporate and individual tax cuts passed in 2017. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, May 17th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., 
visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.